The fact that BYU had to wad up their most difficult schedule they've ever had and just throw it into the garbage can and scramble is just nuts. So I'm going to enjoy watching this team play well, and I'm confident in saying that I think this is a really good team. I understand the circumstance, but I just don't know if I can fully jump onto that. They have been impressive. I just don't know because they're playing Bo Diddley Tech. I'm not claiming BYU should be in the playoff. I'm just claiming we should acknowledge that was a dominant performance. We can say good game, Tyler Algiers. We can say Kairos Tonga dominated without the yeah, but. That's all I'm saying. Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated. If the Jazz were a stock, would you buy or sell moving forward? I'd buy it, and it comes down to, I believe there's another level to Donovan Mitchell. I mean, we saw shades of it in the bubble with what he did in that first round series, and I think there's more to come with Donovan. I think he's that good. I mean, he's constantly compared to Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade didn't peak in his early 20s. He peaked in his mid to late 20s. The organic improvement for the Jazz are going to make them a real threat in the Western Conference, but I mean, make no mistake, I mean, the Western Conference 1-15 to is going to be brutal next year. Sad news. Eddie Van Halen passed away. It's a sad day. Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen. What a great guitar player. Oh, yeah. God. Incredible yeah. musician. My parents bought me a guitar when I was a kid. It just wasn't a very good guitar. And I didn't know until I picked up my buddy's guitar, and I'm going, hey, man, this is a lot more fun. Wait, wait, wait. So you would have ended up just like Eddie Van Halen had your no. parents got you a nicer guitar? No. no, it was a piece of garbage. The strings were really far away from the, uh, what do you call that thing? Whatever. It's like my golf game. I got to blame it on the equipment, right? Whenever I perform surgery, it doesn't go well. That's because of the scalpel. It was very yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. It's our friend Sam Amick. Any timetable as far as what this next season will look like? I mean, right now, they're kind of targeting that Martin Luther King, January 18th. You know, that's what they're hoping for. If you did January through September, maybe that's the plan. I do think they're learning some things the hard way right now. Finals ratings are down, and there's a bunch of reasons, but it seems pretty clear right now that October is not really working out so well for the NBA audience and really should sell that stuff worries them. It's not even just plans in terms of discussions. It's reams and reams of binders and folders and proposals and scenarios and PowerPoint presentations they're trying to gain out for every possible scenario. Preseason media poll came out today for the Pac-12 in the South. USC, Arizona State, Utah, UCLA, Colorado, Arizona. I don't know who's going to complain that much about Utah being behind ASU. I think it's close. What a compliment it is to the Utah football program that they can lose the talent they lost off of last year's team. It's okay. not like they're being disrespected. Except UCLA, Colorado, and Arizona are a disaster. But I understand what you're saying because Utah's to the point now they can have a young team where they're replacing a lot of really good players and still remain in the hunt for the division. Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is the big show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. The big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott on a football Friday. Coach Mac, Alema Harrington along with us as well. Good job on Sounds of the Week right there, Oz. Brought to you by Action Plumbing. Mention this ad and receive $33 off Here comes any the service. Utah guy right here. Call today, 801-833-3333. That's Action Plumbing. That's a jazz shirt, yeah. Coach. That's a jazz shirt? That's a jazz shirt. That's yeah. not a jazz shirt. Yeah, it's their, their city oh, edition Oh, it is a jazz uh, shirt. Color. Yeah, that's a, that's a Donald hey, coach, Mitchell shirt. Hey, Coach, happy birthday. Oh, Dad. donated my $81, 81 for 81. Well, thank you. To the, the Ron McBride Foundation. Thank and you, um, we're gonna raise we're gonna raise a lot of money. Yeah. I feel it. I we feel are. it. We're moving. Uh, and I, you know, remember, this, this is old school. This is old school. Hang on, just a second, Gordon. Remember old school when we used to have telethons and stuff, and you make a donation, <laughs> and I challenge all of my friends to donate. You remember that? <laughs> I did. So this is me. I just I just donated. I did the eighty one dollars. I challenge every broadcaster out there that has ever covered this man, Ron McBride. And has, you know, an, an awareness of the impact that he has made. I challenge every other broadcaster out there to go to the ronmcbridefoundation.org and click on the 81 for 81 and make your donation. Hey. So there, there it is. I, uh, I uh, plan on doing for my wife and myself today. <laughs> Thank you. I got to get my name on that card, man. Okay, I gotta good. I got to get my name good. on that card. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Dave Fox, we're talking to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dave. Hey, yeah. By, the, by the way, Dave Fox. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dave Fox. Dave Fox, <laughs> America's guest. America's guest. That's Hans. Hans is America's guest. Oh, my God. Hans, Hans is the cheapest guy. You know? uh, alive. Yeah, that's, a, that's oh, a fact. Because, you know, I accidentally stopped. Yeah. We were going to a location. I didn't know where, so I stopped yeah. at the store going to the deal. And so the, I walked in. Hey, so you, do you know where this location is? And the guy says, aren't, aren't you the coach that's worth on Hans? And this guy was putting the flooring in yeah. Hans's house. And he said, Hans is the cheapest guy. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, give me the hey. story. <laughs> I said, give me the story. You know? He said, he said he, even when I'm putting in the carpet or whatever he's doing, he said, he said hey, you know, that doesn't look right. I think you should take 25% off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that and is this hilarious. Guy, this guy's going through about a 20-minute dialogue. I just stopped in to ask him for a location. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't look right there. I think yeah. you ought to knock yeah, about 25%. 25% off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're live from the warehouse, 1825 hey. South, 300 West. Come see us. How about that thing on the freeway? When when Hans when Hans with the pie the nine one one call nine, I tell you what hey hey yeah, I'm losing my trade just right <laughs> it's a little dizzy yeah, yeah, I, I don't think I can make it gotta get this pie in me oh. gotta get this pie give strawberry pie in me. yes not Classic. funny for those of us that have had serious emergencies on the freeway. But funny nonetheless. <laughs> oh, man. And then the other one, when Scotty G saved all his money to go to camp at BYU, and, and they said, he said, I'm a fullback. He said, no, sir. And he said, and, and Roger Fritz says, you're an offensive guard. And he said, no, I'm not. I'm a fullback. He said, I saved all my lunch money for five years to come to your camp, and I'm a fullback. He said, hey, boy, you're over there with the offensive lineman. <laughs> I'll scarred him for life. Oh, and I boy. tell you what, that still affects Scotty G today. Today. To this day. Yeah, still today. to this day. He still remembers him saving all of his lunch money so he can go to, yeah. the, go to the BYU Just camp. think about him returning. Turning to Idaho, and they say, "Hey, how was camp?" It's like, you know, did did you get to carry the ball? How's that BYU offense? And he's like, "Ah, it was okay. It was all right. <laughs> it, was, it was all right. It was all right." Uh, let's talk, uh, Gordon. <laughs> we had a chance. Hey, wait, to talk wait, about wait. I, I wanted, I wanted, to, I wanted to pipe in with one Chime thing. In. That, Go ahead, Gordon. That, that I didn't realize until today, and that is that uh, Mac, you and Lavelle Edwards had birthdays the same week. Yeah. Exactly yeah, Lavelle's right. birthday was uh, October 11th, if I'm remembering yeah. correctly. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. Happy That's birthday, cool. Coach! Yeah, yeah. Cool. I tell you what. Right now, he's looking down laughing yeah. at the show. Yeah, he is. He's like, look at that show. I used to carry that show. It's gone to pot. Yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 he's looking down right now with his cane, and yeah. he's stamping on it. He said, these guys are clowns. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that I is tell you what. Scotty G used to tell me about people bringing food, and he would be eating right out of the pie tin. Oh, no, he'd dip it with his yeah. finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say. Lavelle, I don't think you could dip your finger into that pie. He said, I just want to see what it tastes like. I'm glad to know that, that uh, Lavelle was consistent with that stuff because one time he came in. Well, I think Kevin and I were doing a show, uh, uh, Jake. And, it, was and, the uh, charity, Kevin, it was the charity football game, Gordon. It was, remember the yeah, old flag yeah, football yeah. game we did? It was and, that. Kevin had this uh, had this granola bar that he'd been saving the whole show, the whole show. He was looking forward to it. I touched it once, and he said, "Stay away from that." And Lavelle comes in, sits down next to us, starts talking. He reaches over, he sees the bar, he reaches over, rips the wrapper off, and starts eating it. I, I, I guess you reach a point where you can do whatever you want. Yes. Hey, so it, you know, Dick Tomey was great at that. So, yeah. so like, you'd be having your lunch, right? And he'd walk in. And he'd just take your sandwich and he'd eat like five bites off it and then put it back down, you know. And, and you know, you're working for him, so what are you going to do? You're going to say, "Hey, don't eat my sandwich, eat off my sandwich." He, 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 so guys, guys would say, "Hey, Tommy's coming. Hide, yeah, your, hide food. your food. Hide your food." That's amazing. That is amazing. Uh, so the media did uh, did the preseason poll for the Pac-12, and uh, Utah was picked third in the South Division. Right. Coach 
much behind uh, USC and Arizona State, which is a little bit surprising maybe behind ASU. Yeah. Oregon was picked first in the north. But uh, what are your thoughts on that and what you expect uh, from the Utes this year? Well, the Utes are going to be a surprise team. And I, I think, you know, I, I mean, SC on papers, you know, on paper is probably the best team because they got the best personnel coming back. And a lot of those guys that were hurt last year will, will be back. They didn't have a lot of guys leave the program, you know. So Got they, a quarterback coming back. They got a quarterback coming back. So on paper, they're probably the, the would be the best group. I don't see Arizona State. You know, I, I'm not really, I'm really an Arizona State guy. I think I think it's a Utah-USC to battle it out. I don't see Arizona. I don't see Colorado. Uh, UCLA. You, you, I mean, I've talked to the people that are coaching at UCLA. They're not even that high on their team. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned this last week, too, that, you know, when the announcement came down, the Utah guys have all been here. Right. You know? And, and and for those of us that, that know some of the guys that are playing at Oregon or playing at, you know, different schools, like you see them around and you, you, you realize, okay, these guys aren't in school. Exactly. And so they're not, they're not even in the state. And, but, but the Utah guys have all been working out together. They've been here for right? two, two months, I and, think. But USC has not. Stanford has not. No. Right? You know, and, and if you're looking just to the south, but, but you, know, you know, USC has not. And, and if that's the top team – then, you, you know, I really think this preseason ranking is more meaningless than any other preseason ranking that has ever come up because I think that they're, they're garbage to begin with for the most part. I mean, there's going to be some things that will be obvious with personnel, but even then, it's a new season, and this time around, it's different because you can look at the personnel, but if they haven't been together, then, you know, it might not make a difference who you got until week three. We've been saying this about high school football. Some of these teams that were impacted heavily by COVID, we didn't really see that team look like that team, like they should look until the third, fourth yeah. game of, of the of the, the regular season. Right. So I, I I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see some of that from some of the teams in the Pac-12. Yeah. Out of the gate, right? And so I, you know, I would, I would have to pick Utah as maybe the dark horse, and I think they 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 have a legitimate chance. And then I would say, I, I'd say it's a U, Utah USC. But the thing I don't like about USC, first of all, I don't think Clay with the, all he he's changed so many assistant coaches. Okay. And I don't think any of those guys that he hired are loyal to him. Mm. They're not his guys. I mean, the defensive coordinator hired his own guys. Right. So they're not Clay's guys. The On the offensive side, the quarterback guy is not his guy. You know, he's, he, he's a good coach. And then, and then so, so maybe the only guy really that I'd say is, is his guy that believes in him would be maybe the offensive line coach and maybe that would be and, and maybe maybe uh, the wide receiver guy but but I see and with with Kyle's group Kyle's got a group that believes in him they've been with him they're Utah guys they believe in the University of Utah they believe in in what their mission is and they believe in and they got the foundation at Utah from the from you go all the way from the guy who's in charge of academics to the guys that are the the evaluators to the to the offensive coordinator defensive coordinator strength those, and conditioning those are all Utah guys you know guys right. that believe in 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 the mission and uh, and that's kind of where Kalani's starting to get now you know once now that he's had those guys for a few years now. They're starting to believe in, in their in their mission because now they're more all on the same page. Right. So, it's once you get a system and the system keeps developing itself, uh, you know, it's it's it like like I know I know that the University of Washington has had a system for years. 
going back to Don James and through that deal. So you know how they're going to play regardless of who the head coach is because the system is inbuilt Hmm. in what they're doing. Well, Gordon, uh, you have been making the case that USC should have just started over. Well, I mean, I think I like Clay Helton as a person, but I just – I think SC can hire a lot of coaches that – are better coaches than he is and would have more success in, in that place. I hate to say that because Clay seems like he does things the right way. He seems like a nice guy. And, and Mac, maybe you know him. I don't know. Well, I do but, know uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, don't, do you, don't you think that SC is capable of hiring a, a more successful coach? Well, their, their problem is I think they owe him too much money, you know, because they, they've been sued by three or four different people. For, mm. for quite a bit of money. And I don't think they could afford to to buy out his contract because I think they would have if they could have. And, um, and But he is a nice guy, and the president of the university likes him. And uh, so we'll see what happens this year with, with them, you know. So now you've got I, – I, so it just – it's hard to figure that whole – that whole situation. Yeah, because I think Lynn Swan gave him a raise or something on his well, way out the door. Well, what happened is if he won the Pac-12 South, he was guaranteed a new contract. That was the deal. If he didn't, then he was kind of on his way out. And so that was kind of – and he won the Pac-12 South. Therefore, he, they, they followed – exactly what they said they would do and i and i forget whether the contract was a five-year deal i i I don't remember exactly what it was but it was it was uh, a pretty good contract and uh, and i still think he has a couple years left on that contract and and it's for a significant significant amount of money yeah yeah, so, and I, so, so Mac, I remember having a conversation with Norm Chow once after he had coached there. This was in the aftermath of that. And he, he said, USC gets what USC wants. And he was talking about the finances. That's, it sounds like that's changed a little bit because well, of their carelessness. Well, yeah, because they got, they got sued over the name of the, of, of the Coliseum. Okay. <laughs> then they got sued over, over the, the deal with the, you know, the academic, the academic with the, scandal yeah, with the FBI academic and all that scandal. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, so they've got three or four, they got three or four major lawsuits going on there that they're probably going to lose a couple of them. So they're, they're going to be on the hook for, but their endowment thing is unbelievable. I mean, they, they've got a lot of money, but, yeah. um, I don't know, and then a new AD. So this is the first time they hired an AD, an AD that doesn't have any affiliation to USC. Well, that's actually done the job before too. Let's, well, yeah, Lin Swan had zero experience. Well, the the boosters like Lin Swan because it, he, they thought, well, he can because of his name, he can create money, he can create a lot right. of things, hmm. and um, it's just uh, being an athletic director. At, at any university is a very difficult job because you you're trying to satisfy two ends. Yeah, you're trying to satisfy your coaches and you're trying to satisfy the people that support your program. So you're in the middle, and so ads become political right. because they're forced to become political because as soon as some guy gives you a couple million dollars and and, <laughs> and, and you mess something up, that guy's on the phone. Hey, dude. I just built your new press box, and that offensive coordinator stinks. Get rid of him, you know. And, and you got to pick up that phone. Then, yeah. yeah. And then you got to then you got to appease that guy who calls, or play, or you got to yeah. you know play your cards. And so it's just it's kind of how the that's how the world works. Yep. All right. We'll we'll get into more next. We're here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Uh, pipe Tom's mic up there. Tom, uh, jumping on the show once again. Coach, how about ple- uh, pleasing and appeasing the academic side? That's, yeah. that's a hard job for an AD. Yeah, well, it it it's uh, if you have a good if if you have a good system in place. Yes. In other words, you got a strong academic advisor. You got strong academic help. 
okay, and you keep and you and you keep everybody accountable, and you have a system, then the system works. It's good. But if it's sporadic, it doesn't work. It's like, good. Like uh, Cyrus is responsible for the academics at Utah now, and Cyrus understands especially how the Polynesian kids think. Mm-hmm. So he's he's right there. He's on top. He knows exactly what they're doing or they're not doing or they're turning this in. So you got a, a, a and Cyrus is responsible to the AD for what goes on in the academic part. And believe me, those guys, they're all over all over that deal. I'm going to transition to something that is academic. Okay, go ahead. This is academic. If you've ever wanted an adjustable bed today and tomorrow, is the best deal I've ever offered, and I've offered crazy deals. I'm talking one of the best bases in the industry. You come down here, I'll show it to you on the internet. The base is $1599 to $1799 to $1999, depending on which of the three you buy, king or queen. It has the sync through Bluetooth where you can use it for Alexa, through Siri on your phone. If you have a Google phone, it's got an app. And what's the other one? What, uh, Siri, Google, Alexa? You covered it, I think. No, there's one more. One is uh, Amazon is Alexa, right? Right. Uh-huh. What's Google? Google Home. Google Home, yeah, yeah. You can also do it through Google Home. Hey, hey, Google, Alem is snoring. Would you raise his head up? <laughs> That's real. My snoring's bad. <laughs> is it? Yeah. This is this is the yeah. best deal I've ever offered. I've sold two since you guys have been here. Sweet. This base is normally fifteen hundred to nineteen ninety nine, queen or king. I'm gonna do with a made in USA, either a hybrid or uh, an all memory foam gel infused memory foam mattress. The entire package for eight hundred dollars. Wait a second. So I thought that you were doing just the base for eight hundred dollars. Entire. You're saying no, that I packed bed, two, the mattress, and the base. I mean, the, the mattress along with this is crazy. This is crazy. Well, actually, I thought you had lost your mind an hour ago. I bought an insurance deal yesterday. I'm going to pass it on. Yeah, I could be selling this for fifteen ninety nine, and it's the best price yeah. in Utah. I'm selling at half price of the best price in Utah. That's insane. That Take is... advantage of it. Two Boom. days only. Two days only, yeah. and days we'll only. deliver it. Set it up for seventy five bucks. I'm giving. Don't tell Clayton. Twenty five bucks to the coach. Wow. So we're talking about Friday, Saturday. You know what? I'm a sucker. <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you thinking? You thinking Monday? I'm going to do Monday, too. Uh, <laughs> hey, oh, look at that. Hey, hey, look what Coach did for the listeners. Friday, Saturday, Monday. I saw it in his eye. I, he didn't have to open his mouth. I knew where he was you going. You knew what he wanted. 1825 South, 300 West. While supplies last, Clayton made sure. While supply, you got to get down here now because those will be Listen, sold. In do hurry. not Delayed. Wait. Yeah. Do not wait. Hey, 86 East, University hey, Parkway in Orem as well. Stay with, stay within the traffic rules, but get here. <laughs> yes. 1825 right. South, 300 West. It's the warehouse. More football Friday night, hey, 97.5 hey. and 1280 The Zone. I'm so happy. Football Friday right here on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Coach Mack, Alema Harrington, along, of course, with wow. uh, Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Yeah, there, people are bringing food by for you, Alema. Yeah. I think for everybody. I think they brought a lot of food. Yeah. Yeah, look at Yeah, th- this looks fantastic. This is Hawaiian barbecue, too, yeah. right up your alley there, buddy. You know, sometimes people think that, that in Hawaii we only have teriyaki gravy, but the brown gravy is a winner. I used to, when I, when I would get a plate lunch in Hawaii, I would get brown gravy on everything and on top of my fries, on top of my, my French fries. That looks that looks amazing. Yeah. How about that? Football yeah. Friday is the best. We're here at the warehouse, that 1825 really South, Thank you. 300 West. Uh, come on by and, uh, and join us. Where is this from? Hawaiian Grill. Hawaiian Grill. Shout out to Hawaiian Grill. Honolulu Grill. Honolulu. Honolulu, Honolulu. Grill. Yeah. Let's get that right. Shout Honolulu, out to Honolulu. That's my Grill. spot right there. Yeah. It's, it certainly smells delicious. The gathering place. 
Gordon, I, I think you uh, could even get into some of this. Yeah, it sounds uh, mighty delectable. Oh, I've been to the St. George one. Yeah, yeah. At, I might be the first time I've seen uh, Mochico Chicken in, in up in Utah. Yeah. How about that? Some pretty good stuff, huh? It's really good stuff. All right. Uh, Honolulu, uh, Honolulu Grill? I know Grill? this spot. Yeah, Honolulu Grill. I know right. the St. George one. They're in oh. Cedar City and now in West Jordan, too. Maybe they've been there the whole time. I don't know. How about that? Yeah. That's a winner right there. <laughs> Yeah, now, I can't wait to, to it, it, dive into that. Now we've got a, yeah. a distracted football Friday. We got, we got, we got birthday cake. We, yeah. got, we got cupcakes. Oh, a family coming by grill. to wish uh, Coach Mack a happy <laughs> yeah. birthday, bringing, bringing all sorts of stuff. And, and we've got uh, Hawaiian barbecue. Yeah. So now, Gordon, uh, we've got both Coach Mack and Alema <laughs> uh, uh, officially, officially distracted. Yeah. Well, I mean, a man follows his stomach, doesn't he? Hey, I got a question that, that I, I think, you know, and I'm sure that there's been plenty of conversation about this, right? And, and that is is what, you know, the possibilities of a bowl matchup between the Cougars and the Utes looks like. You know, what you know, when we when we look at this this season, the way it has gone and you know, how bowls are trying to figure out, you know, you know, how, how they're gonna um, monetize their their investment, right? Because they got no, no, no possibility of no fans in the seats, or uh, you know, a limited number of fans in the seats. Um, you know, th- there was this this need almost, coach, right, to have a football season. Like we had, like it, it felt un-American. Um, we needed to figure out a way to do it safely, mm-hmm. but to come back, and and we're back. Is it is it too early to start looking at okay, okay? How do we finish up the season? I get that we're going to have championships and 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 those things will for the most part be in place. But I'm going to tell you what. Let's say, let's say uh, BYU goes undefeated. Yes. Okay. And let's say Utah has a really good season, but they they end up second. Yeah. In the in the south. In the south. A matchup between BYU and Utah. Would would be the best thing that could happen for the state, because what you have is is a BYU team that becomes very good. That the matchup would wouldn't be on Utah's side. It would be the matchup would be more even. Yeah. And so therefore, before the game, you really don't know which team is going to win if you. If you were a betting man right now, you'd have to put a ledger a little bit on the BYU side just because of experience. Yeah. But, but and, then, it, and you've seen them play. Yeah. So I think that that ideally, in an ideal world, that's the matchup you'd like to have. Yeah. Because it's a great sell and a, and a great attraction to yeah. this to this state. And, and I think that the TV numbers, even on a national basis, based on, you know, if, it, I mean, this this is a hypothetical right now, and this is based on BYU going undefeated, right? Right. Because then there's some buzz around this BYU team that is, you know, uh, outside the Power Five and, and, and is, is having a good season. Is there, and, you know, even the, the last game, and this is always beneficial for any program when there, there's chatter about your quarterback as being in the Heisman mix, right? So after the last game, you know, the, you hear the, the ESPN commentators talking about Zach Wilson in the Heisman mix. Now, is he going to win the Heisman? Probably, uh, almost guaranteed no. But he's, but he's in that conversation. Well, yeah. So he's rated... In in the country right now, he's rated one of the top four quarterbacks yeah. in the country, right now. In other words, if you're a pro scout and you're looking, so there's four quarterbacks and he's one of the yeah. four. And I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to win the Heisman. I'm saying in in a political world where where Heisman trophies are selected, that that's unlikely that that's going to happen. Okay? Yeah, because the Power Five teams yeah. have a lot of uh, strength. If, as far as, and BYU doesn't have the same influence, s- same influence that a Notre Dame would have, right? 
you know, say if a Notre, the Notre Dame quarterback had a great year, there's probably a good chance he'd get the Heisman. Yeah, but, but people are going to want to see him play. Yeah, you know, as many games as po- as mm-hmm. possible, and, and against some, because the last game you figure was going to okay, you you're gonna you're gonna play uh, Boise State and San Diego State. Mm-hmm. You say you come off of those with victories, right? And then now you're riding high. Yeah. And people are going to want to see, uh, well, okay, well, how would they look against a Pac-12 team? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I mean, that's what you know. I mean, so um, it's an interesting. By the way, I talk, you know, I ran into Wilson's dad because he's a coach at Corner Canyon, right? Right. And so we were we were at the Corner Canyon Skyridge game last night. Great game, by the way. You can you can go back and watch it on on the streaming is available on KUTV2.com, and uh, ended up being a three point game. And Corner Canyon came back and won this game, which means that their streak continues. They've only lost one game yeah. under the co- Coach Care era. In the Coach Care era, one game, and it was to Skyridge three years ago. So that that game goes down to the wire. But I ran ran into to uh, to to uh, Mike to, Yeah, to Mike before the game, and he was coming in. Frank Dolce and I were were headed out to the production truck. And and they were telling him he had to go around to the other side. It's like you can't come in on this side. You have to go around to the other <laughs> side to get in. It's like can I just come in? Like here's the gate right there. It's like no. And so he was telling that he got his youngest is a freshman. And he said, man, my freshman boy, he's still looking really good. Because we're, we're talking about Zach a little bit. He said, my freshman boy has played seven games. He's thrown forty two touchdowns. Well, I said, well, you, hang on a second. If, if you what? Ever... Have you ever watched that kid on film? The young the, one? The, the youngest one? No, I haven't. I seen have. Him. Yeah, I watched him when Is he, he was the a, real deal. I watched him when he was eleven years old. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, and, and I'm telling you what, the kid, his release is really good, and 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 he's he's really quick. His ball comes out. Yeah. I mean, and so he so I'm watching. He, the dad told me, "Hey, you got to watch this kid." Yeah. You know, when he was when he was eleven, he's fourteen now. Yeah. So he's the backup quarterback yeah. at 14 years old. <laughs> and so I watched him when he was 11. I said, man, this guy's really good. You know? <laughs> I mean, he was at 11. I mean, he was snapping. Boom, boom. Yeah. The ball's wow. coming out, you know. And so his little league team was undefeated, okay, for yeah. two, a couple of years, you know, when 11, 12. And now he's the at 14 years yeah. old, he's the backup quarterback. And then... They have a another son that's a linebacker there now. That's yeah, six two, about one ninety five. It runs really well. Micah, Micah, yeah. So, I, I what I what I've told Mike, it came from his wife, not from yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, and then he, <laughs> he said, uh, he said to me, "What did he say?" He says. She doesn't know a lot about football <laughs> you know, or whatever, but she, but she, everything is yeah. positive for her. But, but I'm telling you what, so they've the freshman got, kid is averaging six touchdowns a game. So they got four kids. Yeah, they hit on all four. Yeah, and they got a fifth one. Yeah, that's on. You know what that, da- means? that means? That means there's a lot of families out there that didn't because the the law. If they got four, you're supposed to only be able to get maybe one out of four, it, it, right? It, they it, got four out of four. That means there's a lot of families that got zero. Yeah, like we got we got left out. Yeah, and so then, thanks a lot, Wilson family. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then the Barton family they hit four for right, four. Right, yeah, you know, right. And, and the Kruger family. Yeah, the Kruger family. Yeah, yeah. We haven't even mentioned the Kafusi. Yeah, oh my god. Oh my god. And she you know what? She raised she raised besides her own kids. Yeah. She raised three or four other kids yeah. to boot that were all football players. That kid that played fullback for the 49ers and played at I think he played at Oregon. You know, she raised him. Yeah. And then she <laughs> she raised two other two other kids, you know, besides that 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 weren't Kafusis at all yeah. played college football. Tell you, is this Steve's wife did? Huh? Steve's wife did, or the mom did. The, the, the grandma. Yeah, the grandma the, did. The grandma. Right. That, that right. would be Steve's mom. Yes. You know, I mean, so she raised. Yeah. A, a, a bunch. Yeah, the know? old saying: "It takes a village." She raised the village. She raised the village. She raised the village. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna yeah. get into. Uh, yeah. We'll find yeah. out what games these guys are going to tonight. We're live at the warehouse. We'll check in with yeah, Tom coming she, up next as yeah. well. That's that's for sure. Eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West. More next. Dive, LM is diving into that food. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The zone. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This. 
is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's the Big Show on a Football Friday. Coach Mack, Alema Harrington, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, live at the Warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Shout out to the Honolulu Grill for bringing My by some Nico. grub. Yeah, what do you think, Alema? Oh, this is solid. Yeah, this you is, look like. This is, uh, this is uh, grade A. Hey. <laughs> you look like you're is, enjoying is it. Is Nico a, a Cougar graduate? Where are you from, Nico? Are you from here or are you from Vegas. from Vegas? From Vegas. How about that? What high school? Harbor View. Okay. All right. Harborview Aggies? Yeah. Is that what I heard? All right. Where, Shout out to Nico. Where's your family from? Where do you say? Chicago. Oh, Chicago. The Windy City. The Pops yeah. played for in San Diego. How about that? Uh, all right. So thanks uh, thanks to Nico for bringing by some food. That is that is Thank really, you, really cool. We'll, we'll find out what high school games these guys are going to coming up here momentarily. But we do uh, want to talk about the Ron McBride Foundation uh, one more time and bring on Christine back to the show. Because uh, we really want to get the word out about this 81 for 81, Christine. Right? Yeah. So we, you know, times are tough right now with COVID, and um, we we usually have a legacy gala that we put on and honor um, people in our local community. Last year, we honored Coach Mac for everything that he's done for the community and for the schools, and so we had to postpone that till March. And so um, we decided, you know, let's let's celebrate Coach Mac turning 81. So we have this 81 dollars for 81 campaign. And if you donate today, you can go on to the Ron McBride Foundation.org. And I will, if you donate today, we'll send you two masks of any team you desire. We have um, Utah, BYU. Thank you, Christine. You're welcome. Utah State, <laughs> Weber, and the Jazz. And we'll send you two masks. And um, we also have a, a, a weekly d- um, drawing that you get entered into. Today we'll be doing um, Kyle Van Noy. And then next week we're going to be doing Cody Barnes. Martin um, with the Seattle Seahawks, and he is starting. And so we have a signed ball from him that will be awesome. given away next okay, week. Okay, so do we pull the person's Yep, name? so we have okay, it here. Yeah, we're ready. ready. Let's do okay, it. Okay, Coach. Okay. Okay, here you go. Okay, let's see who we got. All right. <laughs> only get, Coach, only, only one on. winner, Coach. Yeah. Okay. You need your glasses? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Adler Sanford. Adler Sanford. All right, yep. congratulations. So, Adler, where are you? Well, yeah. he, uh, he actually, I think, lives in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> How about that? Well, well, congratulations, hey, well. Adler. Adler, are you, are you listening? Yeah. Are you listening? Maybe he's listening online. Uh-huh. They're he well on the app. Yeah. A lot of people are these days. Hey, hey. Uh, so, the RonMcBrideFoundation.org. Adler Sanford. Okay. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, I hope he's a, hope he's a BYU fan. Uh, the Ron McBride <laughs> Foundation.org. And, and the website's great because the 81 for 81 tab's just right there. It's yep. super easy to find. Yep. Uh, well, thank you very much for All right, thanks for us. having us. We thank appreciate you, Christine. it. Christine, there is Christine, thank you. Uh, the Ron McBride Foundation.org. All right, uh, Alema and Coach Mack going to high school football games after this one. Yep. Uh, Alema, what, uh, what do you got tonight? So, you know, West uh, has just put in a brand. Have you seen their new stadium, Coach? I have. I haven't been there yet, so I'm looking forward to it. West, of course, which is, you know, right downtown, one of the oldest schools in the state of, it might be the oldest, could be the oldest school in the state of Utah. Right. Um, so they're, they're, they're having a, a pretty good year, but uh, Kearns is who they're hosting. I tell you what, Kearns is on fire. I tell you, Rickard has done an amazing job yeah. out there of consistently winning and consistently putting a good team on the field. And that guy is a really good football coach. And West is way improved because yeah. their players are much better. And and I think that the, their head coach has done a great job. And West is a, it's a legitimate team. Yeah. Because they got, you know, a lot of the players came back when they hired the new, the new coach. Yeah. Okay. And so guys that were kind of all of them going to East, all of them going to Highland, and now all of a sudden – you know the kids from yeah from, for uh, for that area is going to yeah. stick around, so which is always I I love seeing that because I, I like it when when um you know 
And I, I'm, I don't have anything against guys, you know, transferring or whatever, you know, your, your situation is. But I love it when the community can get around the players in the neighborhood, right? Well, and, I think, you know, and, and a lot of it has to do with all of a sudden the parents see this particular coach yeah. hired at yeah. West. Say, well, you know, I know this guy because I go to church with him every Sunday. Yeah. And, you know, I trust this guy with my kids. And so, therefore, now the the guys from Northwest Middle School or the, or or Glendale Middle School now they're thinking, well, are you going to go to East? You're going to go to West? You're going to go to Highland? You know, yeah. they kind of got three choices over there, and or are they going to go to Brighton? Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I never, I tell you what, the Brighton Little League, I've never seen yeah. so many Polynesian kids. <laughs> I mean, I I spoke at their yeah. Little League banquet, yeah. and I'm looking there, yeah. and they got all the Polynesian food cooking, and yeah. looking, I'm looking around, and there was maybe 100 kids there, and I'd say it was maybe 50% Polynesian, yeah. 50% white. So yeah. I said, where'd all the Poly kids come you from? You know where it started. <laughs> You can thank Reno Mahe for or the back then junior Reno Mahe for that. And well, he uh, lost in the state championship too to Skyline Skyline Eagles. Yeah, yeah. That, that is so it, it, I think it's maybe Moa. I think is over there now, and and uh, a couple of different guys that were bringing those guys yeah. over there. So there's different different people over there, but. Uh, it, they have, you know, the numbers are, you know, are, are, are going up. A few years ago, Brighton's numbers were going way down. Yeah. Now they're going way up because they're, I, their JV team is pretty good, you know, and their, their little league program is good. So they're, they're, they're kind of rebuilding that You know, program. the funny thing is it's not that much different. Sometimes you can lose – a program that was dominant for a period of time and then you lose them forever but it doesn't it's that's that that's rather uncommon what you see is you see a, a cyclical you know type of dynamic that happens where okay they go down for a while but then they they, they come back right. on, on the other side and, and some of it has to do like there was a time when when you would go over to brighton men and and they couldn't stop talking about how bingham stole their guys yeah. you know it's always <laughs> about you know instead of talking about okay this is what we're gonna do it's like well if it weren't for bingham we'd be really good it's like well you know you got to figure out how to you know attract the guys and keep them there and all, all of those things and and um but i i love it when you see a, a team come back and and start to to look good again yeah like 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 kearns you yeah. know and, and and sometimes it's all is just hiring the right coach right yeah, yeah. and where the kids if you can keep the kids at home yeah you know yeah. and in 1976 all those kids from cottonwood were going to skyline yeah so all of a sudden there was a there was a pretty good influx of players at at you know, at Taylorsville High School, but they all ended up over at Skyline. So there a lot of Skylines, you know, and they had won four or five state championships back-to-back. And at that time, they had a pretty the mass group of people in that neighborhood, too. And then a lot of the kids from that were at, at, uh, at Alta were going to Skyline. Mm-hmm. So you ask them, what, what district did you live in? You know, well, we lived right by by out to high school, but how'd you end up at Skyline? Well, just where we ended up going, <laughs> you know. So, you know, and it's just, and it's no different in Chicago. Yeah. You know, because I used to recruit Chicago, and I'd ask this kid who was living, weren't you all playing over at so-and-so last year, and this year you're at Gordon Tech? I said, how'd you get to, <laughs> how'd you, how'd you get to Gordon Tech from, from this school? Well, this is a better shot for me, you know. Yeah. And, and, uh, and the same thing with kids in Missouri, you know. You go, so how did you get from this school to this school? Missouri, well, it's a better chance for me to get a scholarship, you know. And and uh, and so it's just it's kind of how it works because the parents try to put their kids in the best yeah. situation they can put them in, and for their for what their what their future is going to be. So it's just uh, 
what I call the wild, wild west. <laughs> hey, All right. Jake, Jake, yeah. Jake, what I'm reading between the lines here is that uh, the school you went to, Skyline, used to recruit like crazy. And well, well, we didn't really well, say yeah. that, but you that, know, I mean, that was, might have been kind of the, you know, the, I went the to, reputation. I went to school there. I knew how many <laughs> kids were my, my kids, not from my, the neighborhood. My, my, my kids went there. Hey, hey, wait a second. I got one last question for both Alema <laughs> and Mac. You, you know, Lemma, you, you've been around professional athletes uh, yeah. for many, many years. And, Mac, you've coached at all these different levels, uh, really great athletes. Uh, what what do you get out of being around these high school kids these days? i got to tell you, and I, I say this pretty consistently, and I probably have said it maybe two or three times today, that this is high school football is the greatest joy of my broadcast day like or or what i do right now as a broadcaster i've done a lot of different things including the olympics you name it but the 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 energy that you get from from these players and the coaches too because if you're going to coach high school football man you better really care because you're not making anything right it's you're not in it for the money you're in it because you care about these kids and then we have such good talent in this state so for me uh, Gordon, that would be my answer. What do I get from it? I, I just I get energized every I, every time I go to a game. I'm like, where are we going? We're going, you know, what what school are we covering? And then then you go there and and the response because when they see the production trucks roll in and and we you know and I'm bragging a little bit, but we there's there's not a better high school broadcast production wise in the country than what you will get out of our pure production crew and our guys that do the games with us. We've got 10 cameras on the high school game. That's that's crazy. So we try to do the best that we can, but the kids appreciate it. The, the communities appreciate it, and I love doing it. I love it. That's cool. Well, well I get mad. So, 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 you know, so, 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 you know, I mean, we're, you know, it's, it's kind of like a lot of our guys are kind of, learning on the job you might say <laughs> and our numbers you know got a lot of guys going both ways and we got great kids and and um you know you want to execute you know like we gave last week we gave up a bunch of big plays you yeah. know i mean look like <laughs> who are these guys you know they're running a simple speed option and we got nobody on the pitch you know and 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 here here's this guy running down the field and nobody's in sight right and and i'm i'm in the box right just and i'm going like and i'm going you know i'm losing my mind and then when I go home, I can't sleep, you know, because, you know, Sounds I got like a real joy, Mac. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, and then you got to take some you got to take responsibility for yeah. what, the, you know, for what the yeah. kids are doing. And then I come back uh, on Saturday and Sunday. I've, I watch the film all day, figure out how I could do a better job of teaching these guys and uh, and come back on Monday and. Tuesday and Wednesday, and figure you know, and I want to be less involved, not more involved. But, but, but every time I try to get out, they keep pulling, pulling me, me back well, in. Yeah, because you know, <laughs> I want them to be really good, yeah. and I want them to to really care, and I want them to play four quarters of hard football, and and I want them to be gap efficient, and you know, I want them to rally to the football, you know, all the things that, but, and then. And then be able to teach them at a level where they can all, all understand exactly what you want. So, uh, yeah. So it's it's uh, um, making me crazy. <laughs> all right. So, On that note, so, how is, that, is that a good answer, yeah, Gordon? Great, Tom, great answer. Great. If you didn't love these kids, it wouldn't matter. Tom yeah, is it, with it us once again you. here at the warehouse. Hey, I've, I've, got right? some, I've got some big news for Gordon. Okay. okay. Gordon, your base was just what? Whoa! What happened? Gordon's His base is here. Gordon's base has just yeah. got delivered by FedEx. We got him. Oh, so the question is, Gordon, do you want him tomorrow or Monday? Uh, uh, we'll take it as soon as you can do it. 
We but can do it tomorrow. Gordon does not want setup, though. He said he'd do it himself. Yeah. Just yeah. so you know. He doesn't no. want the setup. No, he doesn't no, want the setup. Whoa, yeah. wait, wait, hold on. Don't, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. hey, I'll tell you what. Hey, I'll do it. Gordon, don't worry. I'll set it. Up. Hey, hey, oh, thanks. Hey, I'm just gonna have my hey, wife do it. So, <laughs> say, hey, since Gordon, I'll pay for Gordon's setup. Myself. There you go. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. Send, send Clayton over. Hey, hey, Clayton, I'll take care of Gordon's yeah. setup. So, I mean, I was like. Hey, he didn't have 50 bucks in his pocket. Okay. Gordon, we, we already gave Gordon free setup, so don't hey, worry about it, Coach. Gordon is the highest paid guy in Utah. That's true. In the whole state. In, yeah. the, profession. The, whole, in the whole state, yep. in any profession. Yep. Well respected. Yep. You know, All of he, that. Well compensated. And he's trying to save 25 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, hold on here. Me, can I change the subject for once? Hey, Gordon, hey, Tom, I'm changing it for Tom. you. Tom, I want I want to know what the biggest wave is that Clayton ever surfed on the North Shore. That's what I want to know. I've got a picture. I'm going to share it with these guys. I maybe twelve footer. Yeah, I tell impressive. you what. Right there, when yeah. you're at Turtle Bay, and you're sitting out there at that little point, watching, watching the break, right watching, there. Yeah. watching the break, that is one of the most gorgeous spots in yeah. the world. And you the can sun, see the sun you, is setting. The sun is setting. Yeah. You know, and you're sitting right there, kind of out there by the yeah. You hear the music, bad. cabana, hey. with, with, yeah. and you're sitting there with the with the with the guy that's that left the state of Utah. You know, <laughs> he, he, he's on he, Side County he, lines. He's having a cocktail. Yeah, he's having know? a good time. <laughs> so the bed is here, Tom. The Woo-hoo. bed is here. We'll we'll we'll. I'll text you, Gordon. We'll get a set up tomorrow. All right, sounds that's good. Clayton. That yeah. is that's a big wave. Let me yeah, see yeah. Clayton. That looks oh, good. I'll tell, you, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story, Tom. When I was uh, on the North Shore in January, it, the waves got so big that if any anybody, especially anybody who looked like me, got near the water, there was like six lifeguards that were preventing oh, you no, from... Oh, no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, not you. Not you. Yeah. Get back mm-hmm. up. <laughs> do, you, do you know Moki Aquin, Joe Aquin's yeah. son? Yeah. World famous tower. So yeah. he drives the yeah. jet ski and tows yes. them up for these yeah. 40, 50 foot waves. Yeah. Those guys are, are unbelievable. Um, when those and, waves and save pound, lives all the, the entire time. Yeah. earth shakes. Yeah. <laughs> scary. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give earth shaking scary. Look, you're right. king, king of transitions. This, this deal today, it's an insurance claim. Come in. I'll blow you away. I just had another gentleman call. He says he's coming in. Another twenty-five bucks to the coach. This is an eight hundred dollar package where the base I showed you, Kurt, seventeen hundred ninety-nine dollars for the best price on the internet. Yeah. For the same brand. Yeah. The one that has all the features. It doesn't have everything. It doesn't have massage, but it has the feature where you can tell your Bluetooth whether it be yeah. Alexis or Hey Google or yeah. Siri or your Google Bluetooth phone. Bluetooth assistant. It's exactly what yeah. it is. You can say, my wife is snoring. Please raise her head up. Yeah. And it will do it just by a voice command. This base is insane. We're doing it with a made-in-USA mattress, your choice, either memory foam gel-infused or memory foam gel-infused hybrid for 800 bucks. If you want crazy. a better mattress package, a mattress that's... $2,700, I've got one sitting here. I'll do that for 1200 bucks in a queen. If you want the king, I'll do it for $1,500. Clayton, sit down. Clayton's got a bad back. Clayton's like, you're giving away the empire. I haven't even inherited it yet. <laughs> so come and see us. I've extended this. This will not happen past Monday, but I've extended it for the coach through Monday. Eighteen twenty-five South. I like. Hey, I like. I like where Tom's coming from. Eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West. Hey, it's the warehouse. Hey, hey. hey, thank you both. Don't it's forget Clayton. All right, Howard Beck coming up yeah. next. Stay tuned. Ninety-seven five and twelve hey. in the zone.